0: the one that, like, hey, we're going to put an apartment building in space in one shot and then come back down and do it again in 45 minutes to an hour. But, uh...
1: I don't even get what that means.
2: Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always,
1: by... Trace Finnecaro.
0: And... Julia,
2: uh, uh, his and The dream is dead.
0: <laughs> it dead, it's been dead forever.
2: So, a special episode. Um, this will be Trace's last uh podcast episode of Friendship Snake. He is uh moving on to uh new things, doesn't have a name yet, but he's going to be having a uh a YouTube uh channel. <laughs> Uh, I think it's like a Minecraft YouTube channel. Um work is the title in progress, but I thought the first idea was a pretty good one.
1: <laughs> um but the working name is No Hearts. That's no Hearts? Name.
2: Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was like Rumbly Chair.
1: Yeah, that Wobbly one, Chair. Wobbly chair. That one got voted out. So No Hearts is the new one. And uh yeah, it's um I think it's a pretty I think it's a pretty cute one. I'll show you. We got a little work in progress logo. Nice. I'll shoot it to you so you can, you can tell us how dumb it is. No, oh, it's yeah. wonderful. That's what yeah. happens when you have no hearts. Nice. Well, you have a little bit of a heart. You do. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a lie. But there needed to be some oh, color in it, right? There's like a the little sliver right before you're dead. And really,
0: really, you never have no hearts as long as you have friends, because you can murder them and steal, and steal their life energy for more time on the clock. Street Fighter, Street Fighter taught me that.
1: You
2: can't steal energy in Street Fighter.
1: You can. Yeah, what version of Street Fighter? You can suck somebody's soul out and turn it into. You can sacrifice your. You can.
0: Obviously, you haven't played any striker games. You can sacrifice support team members for more time on the clock. No, you said Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter.
2: What version of Street Fighter can you do?
0: You that? haven't played. Any, you haven't played any Street Fighter. Well, I technically, I guess technically it would be like Marvel versus Capcom. So I guess. Oh, yeah, that's you're... not
2: Street Fighter, my friend.
0: Better. That's Marvel versus
2: Capcom. I agree with you. It's better, no doubt.
0: <clears throat> you sacri- you sacrifice your friends' lives for more time on the clock.
1: Fair enough. Aren't this aren't some of the Street Fighter characters in there? <clears throat>
2: uh, yeah, those are the Capcom characters. Gotcha. So there, yes, there are definitely Street Fighter characters in it but i would argue the gameplay and the mechanics aren't really close to street fighter i mean they fight and stuff but it's it's a bit different
1: i was i was wolverine i think his his marvel right yes he's yeah. marvel he's present in all of those
2: games pretty much
0: i mean yeah we're, we're, yeah actually trace doesn't know this but trace is the guy who would be playing who's trace is the guy Who's the reason why there's the sign at the arcade telling you not to trigger Colossus's Max attack in the X Men Children of the Atom game? Like the Do four you... player game? Yes.
2: Yes. Where just the whole screen blows oh! up?
0: Yes. <laughs> and it's just that's how you know it's a good arcade, but it's also like fuck this place. <laughs> you, you can just hear that in the. It's, it's like Stairway to Heaven in a guitar store. Trace, I'm not bagging on you. I'm not potentially bagging on you, because that is a winning strategy. It's also just like... I don't even
1: I don't even know if I can be offended. I don't know what you're saying.
2: Oh, do you remember trays in the Arcades back in the er, uh, mid-90s? Silver Beach had one. Yep, there was a four-player X-Men game. You could be yeah. Nightcrawler. You could be Wolverine. You could be Colossus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it could be... Was it Jubilee, or was it Dazzler? No,
0: it was Dazzler. I always got okay. stuck with Dazzler. That sucks, okay. I, had, I had to make the peace. But Coloss- I don't think I've
1: played it before, but I'm sure I've seen it, like uh, in the arcade, like the X Men machine. Well,
2: that is that that Gunner was referencing that, but
1: okay, you've never played it's okay. it. It's <laughs> it's okay. okay. We'll just we'll just move on. <laughs> it just went yeah, it just went over my head. It's still uh,
0: there, like 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 Colossus's special attack.
1: Yeah, it yes. Colossus right over my head. So.
2: Uh, Apple, there's some, con- there's some controversial
0: speaking, what? speaking, speaking of ominous things over the top of your head. Yes. So I've, I've been able to skim a little bit,
2: but Trace, uh, could you bring some, some kind of clarity and some, some shed a little light on this story about Apple, uh, and not, uh, like child porn, I guess, like, <laughs> or <sighs> pre- prevention of child porn is what they're attempting, I believe.
1: So I'll scrape the surface of it because on the surface, this is, this is a pretty loaded topic. And I, I actually, it came up this week and I'm like, you know, this is there. If there's a great topic to go out on, <laughs> this is probably it because it involves a lot of things. It involves things that, that, you know, people, anyone with a phone can relate with, it also involves a lot of, um, very specific technologies. And uh the short of it is Apple is um it's partnering with a database of um known um they have their own acronym for it. They don't they don't use the term child pornography probably because um I don't know why, but um they use their own acronym for it. Do you know the oh CSAM, that's what it is. Um CSAM stands for um Child abuse detection tools. Oh. That's sad. Sad it. Anyways, let's just pretend that's what it stands for. We'll find out what (laughs) it stands Uh, for by the time this topic's over. uh,
0: CCM, I believe, is Child Sexually Associated Materials.
1: Oh, Oh, there you go. Okay. So they don't really call it you know, child pornography anymore. Um, they call it CSAM. And I, I think that's just so that there's an acronym that's safe to use. Because like CP, get my posts deleted when I was talking about my combat power in Pokemon. CP would get my posts deleted on Facebook. So I, I, I'm glad that they've chosen a brand new acronym for this um, in, in, in an odd way. But anyways, uh, CSAM has a database of, and they're the only ones allowed to have this database of, of um, this sexually explicit material. And in order to clean up your platform, you know, you have to kind of go against this database and see if stuff going through your platform matches what's on their, you know, what's, what's inside this, this database. And, uh, historically, Apple doesn't get a whole lot of, um, flags when, and when I say flags, I mean like Facebook has had like 20 million in the last year and, Apple's had, I think, less than 500. And it's because Apple likes to do end-to-end encryption and they don't really like to share people's data. So they're protecting people's privacy, but as a result, it also means that you can use their platform um, for some of this illegal um, CSAM. So Apple made an announcement that they're going to start using this public database and They're going to be using that public database to flag people and they're going to do it based on, you know, you're going to match like something on your phone to something in the database. Um, And if you get 10 strikes, then there's going to be legal action taken. Or at least they're going to dig in deeper, like get a um, start an investigation. That's kind of what hit the headlines, right? Is that Apple's going to be looking into your photos. So that's really what came across the headlines this past week. And that's what a lot of people are reacting to. Um, And it's it's interesting because if you don't want them to look at your photos, you actually have to be over 13, 13 or over, and you can't upload to iCloud. If you do upload to iCloud, then you're automatically agree to these terms. I mean, something will pop up saying, you know, you must agree to our terms and everyone's going to hit, I agree because no one reads it. And now all of a sudden your iCloud um, can be compared to this, this database of, uh, of CSAM. So that's kind of the headline.
2: So with this CSAM, the little that I've kind of been able to glean from the article you sent Trace, this Mm -hmm. is, so this is a database, but it's not a perfect database essentially. It's just pretty good at identifying something, but there, there are false positives that could possibly happen.
1: Yeah, and this is where people are trying to figure out what all this means. So the first speculation yeah. was, okay, now you know I got 20, 20 photos of, of, of all the kids I've had over the years in the bathtub with their siblings. And now all of a sudden some artificial intelligence is going to see nudity and it's going to flag me for having um, child <laughs> pornography on my phone. That's what a lot of people are worried about. Is that if you're going to allow artificial intelligence to determine what child pornography is, because can, it can already detect uh, th- th- that it's a child. Well,
2: the right? first thing I think of when, it, when you say that is like false flagging on YouTube and shit mm-hmm. like that happens where yeah. they're letting yeah. their algorithms just make decisions that just aren't appropriate enough or aren't thorough enough to make that decision. Like, it's like you have to prove your innocence rather than the other way around. And this is a way way more thing, like a way more serious thing, right?
1: Yeah, this is, yeah, it's a lot more serious than stealing 10 seconds of audio from a song. Right. So that's what people's first, you know, fears are, is that, okay, you're going to go crawl my photo collection and you're going to find something that you think is against terms that it falls into CSAM, but it's really not. So, Apple came back, and it's it's actually pretty difficult to explain this. But um, the best explanation that I heard, and actually Gunner, I think Gunner heard the entire proper technical explanation too. So, how about we pass it off to Gunner? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting dragged into this. You don't now. know it? That's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind. Jump. I don't mind explaining it. <laughs> but if you know, if you know how it works. So.
0: Yeah, and this is this is where it, it, it's actually so there's really two different layers going on here which is that we have the mechanism that in theory is supposed to be categorizing these images and it's not like it's not like the 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 dirt you know like the the dirt ass primitive stuff where it was looking for like Texture counts and stuff like that. Um, what this where this is kind of weird is that this still requires a human being to have flagged the original source, is my understanding. Um okay. but where this where this gets interesting is that it's it's not even looking at the metadata of the image. Right. It can effectively build a topological map of it and then translate it across the different pictures cuz the, the algorithm that they're 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 looking at implement- cuz the other problem the the, the other problem is, is that uh, Apple really has made this kind of like a fucking stone wall uh, you know mm. like just a black box they're not explaining anything about how they are you know the mechanics at uh like an algorithmic programming level they're they're doing this,
1: so this um is- it, the Apple's not allowed to view the photos. That's the first thing yeah. that they're that they're letting people know is there. No, no one at Apple is even allowed to see the photos. They're encrypted. So what's happening is, is the photos are actually getting, getting fingerprinted and they're getting fingerprinted, not in a way that people are used to. Most people are used to like uploading their photos to uh, Google. And then all of a sudden Google says, Hey, it looks like this. All these people are Tom, um, <laughs> Or, or, you know, all these people have the same face. What's the person's name? And you say Tom, and then it finds Tom in your entire photo collection. It's not doing that. What it is, it's a special fingerprint to tell if it is the same photo. And this is a lot different. So two identical photos that have been, you know, turned into a JPEG or lost quality, or they're now black and white, or they're a little bit blurry certain things about those two photos that have the same fingerprint so they can be matched as the the same original photo that fingerprinting is the technology that apple's baking in to their phone so what happens is is these this these photo fingerprints are actually going out and being shared And none of the original photo content is you can't create the photo from the fingerprint. And it's not like it has like biometric data in there. So you can't like say, oh, well, you know, now you know how many photos of my, my, my son are on my phone. They don't know that either. It's just a unique fingerprint to be able to represent that photo. So like like Gunnar said, it is very, it's, it's a very like black box technology, but the technology is promised that you can't actually identify a person through this. You can just identify that it's the same photo. So now CSAM steps in, and CSAM is the ones that actually have um, these explicit photos in a database. And what happens is, is, if those fingerprints that come off of your phone are an exact match for the fingerprints that are inside the CSAM database, and there's 10 of them on your phone, that's when you get flagged. So it's not really the content on your phone. It's the signature of that. And what they said was, is there's about a one in one trillion chance of a photo being mis, um, mislabeled as something in the CSAM database. So you multiply those chances times 10. That's the likelihood of you getting falsely flagged with this technology. Which is pretty. I mean, so pretty. Well, <laughs> not, the, not the, great uh, chances. That it, that the
2: the like the, right? the the
0: other the other thing being that some of the pa- you know e- they even bring this up in that the article that kind of got bounced around the, the the crew here, but the paper that they're referencing also specifically talks about be if you have access to the CSAM hash listing, it's the Justin Bailey scenario from Metroid, right? Like. Justin Bailey wasn't the password, but it happens to collide with the, hexadex- the hexadecimal hash mm-hmm. that was the password for that that feature, right. you know, that level in Mectra And to the more to the extent yeah. is that you, you, you know, where this gets into the thing, in theory, Apple's kind of blackboxing this algorithm. You can, in theory, reconstruct a completely different image
1: it that still
0: will it will still match that
1: fingerprint. Right. So that's one, that's one concern, right? One concern like Gunner's saying is, is that just like the problem that, that this CSAM content has right now and it's dilution, right? So with dilution, this is a pretty strategic and smart way to do things. Although I don't think that people that consume this material would, would fall under a category of being smart, but the strategy at least is, is fairly smart. Um, uh, there's computer viruses that will strategically download this, the, the content to your computer. At least it would back when people used to use their computers for things like that. Well, it's changing I, now, but well, do, do, the, you, the, do you, the viruses do you, would download it. And then, um, and then if, if somehow they, it made it into one of your share folders and it started going out on some type of sharing service. Now you're being flagged instead of the actual sex offender. Right? So what you're doing is you're diluting all of the, You're making it so it's harder to find the actual offenders because the files are everywhere. And what Gunnar's saying is like, you could actually, if you could find out how these fingerprints were generated, just get your hand on the CSAM database, then you could actually run a supercomputer through and keep generating photos until you get one to copy some of these signatures. And then it's not actually obvious, right? Because it's not like your grandma that's got the, the CSAM content on her computer. It's your, it's, it's any one of your family members and it's a picture of a horse. It's a picture of a cow. It's, it's just random noise that's inside a photo or it's a back, it's a wallpaper for your phone. It could be something that was manipulated to generate this signature, but actually doesn't look anything like it. And all you need is 10 false positives and then they're going to start digging in.
2: Which I would hope at the digging in phase, they would realize like. Okay. Yeah. Like this is
0: well. Yeah, but this is the sw- this is effect. Yeah. Sorry, Wade. I'm no, no. This hey, is swatting. I mean, like this. Is, this is this is ripe for cyber swatting. Do you remember one of the things that came out during, um, the Snowden, like original unfurling was that there was, there was material that they were demanding as part of a FOIA request, that they said they could provide but it was it was related to these toolkits that the NSA were using for uh, electronic surveillance, and they couldn't distribute, they couldn't provide them. And one of the reasons that they couldn't provide them is come to find out they're, they're, they have tools specifically for planting child pornography on people's PCs, and they had child pornography stored inside as part of the toolkit.
2: So that's fucking terrifying um, on many levels, but the most being that (laughs) I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but typically someone gets accused of like child pornography or anything related to any type of pedophilia, they're fucking guilty, right? Like, I don't believe that they're actually guilty, but like in everyone's mind, it's such a horrific thing to even imply um, that you kind of Form this opinion already, this biased opinion without hearing the facts, you know. Unless you're a close friend or something like that, you know this person really well, uh, and you know it just it can't be true because you spend that much time with them. Um, but like that's, I mean, I'm sure whoever fucking created this knew that. You know what I mean? Like if you really wanted to jam somebody up anyway, well, I,
0: I, I, you know. Again, this is my my fucking the the. The kind of obtuseness, and I, I think part of the problem is too, is that we really, we really don't have the media available to us anymore to really ask meaningful questions to Apple about this, which is why we don't get some of these answers.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so can okay, keep going.
0: No, it's. I
1: mean, like you,
0: uh, even arguing Apple not being acting in good faith. Like I just, I we can't. You can't. The 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 facility to get that information just isn't present. Ergo, horrible, right?
1: And and Apple has historically protected people's privacy, which is why they're they're not a big contributor to the CSAM database, um, historically, because they let people's privacy be their privacy. And um, that's something that I think a lot of consumers have respected. Um, th- there's things to not like Apple about, but when it comes to privacy, they seem to be pretty privacy focused. So signature spoofing or whatever you want to call that, where you, you plant fake images that happen to catch this algorithm, this issue isn't going to happen right away, right? Because it's going to take, it's gonna take um, bad actors a while to reverse engineer the signature algorithm. The first thing they got to get their hands on it, then they got to reverse engineer it. And knowing Apple, there's going to be some very, very strong encryption um, that they use for this, but eventually it will leak. So we know that that will be an eventual problem, but there's actually some real world issues right now. People are starting to be concerned about Um, one of them. um, What happens if the pictures that end up in the CSAM database actually started from a legit origin? So this is one of those issues where there's actually no signature spoofing. But for some reason, these photos came from a legit or- origin. Now let's talk about how that's possible, right? Um, maybe you have, and, and this is, I worked in the insurance industry, right? Maybe your the computer system that you have at work has claims. Some of them are medical claims. And those medical claims are injuries of children, right? So now you may have s- several photos, right? Maybe not ten, but maybe five of the same child. They were le- they were taken legally. They're considered medical records. Somehow, a computer virus or something came in and got a hold of those. What happens now that these CSAM signatures are out in the wild? Are are there going to be people that are just sitting at their computer at work one day, and now all of a sudden? Now, granted, (laughs) you're not, you shouldn't be sending those photos to your iPhone. So this won't happen right away. You shouldn't be sending these, these photos to iCloud, you right? So it shouldn't happen right away. But eventually what's going to happen is same technology is going to be going over to Azure. It's going to be running on your Outlook uh, server for your corporate email, right? It's going to be running on Gmail server. It's, it's going to set a precedence. And then what happens when the actual source of those photos ends up being getting in trouble for something that actually they weren't breaking the law for. They just somehow made their way out, whether it was a compromise of the computer. Um, so I think about that, like, like, like people like, Oh, well, you know, the kids, the ki- uh, you know, I have photos of my kids in the bathtub and Apple's like response is like, Oh no, we're not worried about those because they're not in the CSAM database. And it's like, but 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 some of them eventually will be it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when right at some point these yeah, photos at some point
2: somebody's going to have access to them and they're going to use like your it's it sounds like almost this weird intent thing right like i intended yeah. to keep these photos forever because it's my fucking kids when they're babies in the bathtub right they're naked they're they're my children you know what i mean like but some fucking pervert out there might get their hands on mm-hmm. this. And now the intent of this content has changed. Right. And that doesn't, that doesn't automatically but, but make it okay. who gets in trouble? Right. But right. who gets in trouble? That's, that's... The
1: person that gets in trouble is the person that has them in their iCloud database. Oh, they're being investigated for distributing child pornography. And sure, you know, I'm sure once the investigation goes in, they'll be like, oh, well, this is their kid. But then that just it being your kid doesn't disclude the chances of distrib- of distribution, right?
2: Um, yes, you would hope that it would it would lessen it, but, it's, but at the same time, right? You can't discredit yeah,
1: you can't any discredit- of the evidence. Yeah, yeah you're right. So he- so that type of scenario to me is is crazy because it's not a matter of if, right? It's it's not like, oh, well, if they crack the, the signature algorithm, right? This is like no the moment they turned this da- this feature on there's going to be false flags because you know for certain some of the some of the photos inside that database and it's only 10 strikes which seems like a lot but you know it depends what a strike is if a strike is you know if there's a if you have you know 10 photos of your kids over the years you know I, I, there's so many pictures of my son pissing outside well yeah i guess
2: here's my question like you get 10 strikes like what what does that exactly mean? If someone actually does have child pornography like that, they, they are they,
0: they turn you over to the feds
2: like immediately or after 10 times of getting caught with it. Like because that's not I don't feel good no. About no, that what either. happens <laughs> is
1: what happens is it's you don't get caught with anything. Actually, what happens is is 10 signatures match and you I get flagged, you. okay? Right? and then it gets escalated. I actually I believe that CSAM is still the organization that has to investigate. So to that point, it's people that are more used to dealing with this type of thing, so they should know the difference between abuse and just photos that just happen to be in your iCloud. But th- at the same token, like we just agreed upon, the fact that it's your kid doesn't mean you didn't distribute them. It also doesn't mean that you did. So I, that, to me, is a little bit worrisome. But the uh, the Free Software Foundation actually came back, and uh, I think it was the Free Software Foundation. Um, they came back, and they're like, "This actually has much graver consequences, and oh, this is something yeah. I never would have thought of." They came back, and they're like, "Well, this is where it starts." Like Apple, Apple saying that they'll do this unique signature. It's only for child pornography. Then what happens? Ah. Something else runs rampant. Something else goes out of control, and we have no way to catch it because it's all encrypted. What happens when an, when another form of quote unquote illegal activity is out there? Now, there's people. They say, "Oh, well, if you know, if if you don't want to get in trouble, don't do anything wrong." Those same people they all break their fire sticks and steal television, right? I mean, the idea of like not doing something wrong is different depending on who you ask. But where does yeah. it start? Right. Like, well, I, I I would hope
2: that you could say, okay, this is not the same level as like stealing like music or whatever. I mean, which at this point you have streaming <clears throat> services, but well, like let's just say or movies or film or whatever. I would hope you'd be able to draw a line and be like,
1: yeah. It's, yeah. So have, significantly more what serious if things. what if in your iCloud, what if in your iCloud you have a, uh, you have a patch that allows you to use a $50,000 piece of software for free?
2: Uh, look, I mean, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's, but we're,
0: well, here, here's here's, here's yeah, the here's the real here's, I mean, never mind that this is effectively the start of the listener's license. Thank you, Sean Kennedy. Tales from the After Now. Go cool listen. Really good. Old now. Um, it isn't the CSAM that's the issue. So, if you had to do iCloud Backup, if this is tied to iCloud Backup, you have to have this feature enabled. What happens when live recordings of certain contextual actions, like let's say mm-hmm. people recording police brutality, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, politicians of
1: illegal firearms,
0: photos, you know, because the you, you didn't you didn't unencrypt the content. It's just that we find this particular structure of. We found this particular structure in that file that warrants uh, further surveillance. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So this this essentially is the real like we all talked about this with like the Patriot Act and stuff, but this is actually the real beginning of 1984.
1: It it certainly could be, and what's you know, of course, Apple is a company that's tried its hardest to protect privacy, so it doesn't seem like Apple would be the ones to. Just open up floodgates. And another thing that's interesting is that there's other services that have already been participating with CSAM for for a long time. What's interesting about this one is really how Apple has found a way to keep your photos still private to you. Nobody gets a chance to look at them without, you know, a warrant. But the photos are still private to you. Um, They can't even see them. Apple's own employees can't even see the photos are encrypted but you know, there is a little signature along with it that could potentially flag them for um being matched in in a database of of illegal content so, so- a question
2: that i have for you um because mm-hmm. it what i mean it's probably obvious i'm assuming but just to clarify so if you get tagged 10 times you get, you get t- you get tagged 10 times and you get flagged for further inspection does app does apple essentially then reserve the right to open up your files and view all of them? Is that how that works?
1: Well, um, yes. Yeah. So for my understanding is, is they can expose, they can show, they can show the offending, they can somehow open up and show the offending files to the CSAM database. So, th- I mean, that, and that begs the question, like, how do they have access? And that I don't know, because if it's encrypted, it's encrypted. They can't get access to it. So that's what I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know if a warrant has to go out for your device. Not exactly that would be, sure.
2: That would be tough though, Trace. I would, am, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong, but like to procure a warrant due to signatures to no real well, proof. Not, well, that that's probably you're,
1: you're but that's how we use fingerprints now. Probable cause, right? It's not, it's not real proof. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not real proof now. It's just, you know, within what with, there's not much doubt, you know, that the chances of this, like when your fingerprint shows up somewhere, that's enough to, yes, for someone right. to say you're guilty. That's so true. what they're saying is that these fingerprints are actually more accurate than a real person's fingerprint left at the scene of a crime. But as it, just just like you could technically make a fingerprint that looks like Wade's and place it at a crime, you could technically make a, a fingerprint for one of these files. Um So that's when, you know, you have to look at the whole picture and be like, well, how many offenses were there? Were there other files there? And that part, I don't know. I don't know how the escalation to the authorities is going to happen, but um, Apple has made it very clear that they have no intentions on looking at your photos. They're just going to tell the
0: government that you have photos worth looking at. I guess the scary thing
2: about that is, is just, well, there's a lot of things that kind of make me feel uncomfortable. Um like what if there's somebody inside Apple working with someone that wants to get an advantage on someone in a political debate or, you know what I mean? Like what if this gets used for real, true like corruption Um, and like somebody essentially gets framed? Like
1: I have a feeling that it's going to be used. It's going to be used like sooner than, than we know. Like think about this from the CIA's perspective, right? This is insane, but like, got a phone, you got a phone, right? And you're not backing it up um, to the, I- to, you're not backing it up to iCloud, but it's like your, your kid's phone or something like that. Right. And they go around your house and they take photos. And one of those photos, if enough of those photos happen to match something that's, that, that's considered criminal, right? Right now it's just c But if enough of those match something that's, that's perceived to be criminal, right, then and then the, the match comes up. So how long before Apple starts partnering on things like um, it and it, it, it might be good, but it, it might also be weird. But st- stuff like domestic terrorism, right? Like they they get some type of photo or note or something. And they're like, well, Apple, can you give us all of the phones that have the same signature? And even the ones that aren't backed up to iCloud, if they're under the age of 13, those those signatures are still be generated and being shared with Apple. Um, well, actually they might not be getting shared with Apple. I think, I think what happens is if you're under 13, the parents get notified. Right. I think it's a little bit different if you're under 13, the parents get notified that, that, you know, that the device was, uh, is potentially being used, but, um, but it's still this odd thing where they're spying on you without actually looking at the data first. That's such an odd thing to me. It reminds me of minority report, actually.
2: A little bit, yeah. I I can see the conceptual parallels. The
1: um, Minority Report is more about like you know hiding hiding a crime. You know, well, but I would say it's the, the precursor that, to
2: Minority Report, right? It's yeah, like yeah, now you're yeah. essentially assigning crimes to people that don't go wrong. Right. The chances are slight or slim, according to the people that developed this this software. I don't really know right. what's uncomfortable about me is I can look up and research fingerprinting and things like that like that's something i can actually do i can read up on i don't i think that the technical savvy that you would have to have to even understand how this program works i mean it, it's, frankly i think it's it, it's probably impossible for the layman to you yeah. know what i mean like without without the people that created it for anybody to just kind of be able to pick it up and look for any type of counter evidence to those numbers because those numbers you know, sound to, ridiculously high, and I'd like to be interested in how they generated those probabilities.
1: you know we used to um used to have a a, a filtering system at my day job that would flag anything that came in that was considered pornographic, right? not necessarily sure. not necessarily having to do with csam, but anything that that had nudity, skin, and stuff like that in it and uh, it was pretty oh not like, safe
2: for work, right? like.
1: That's what it was for. It was to filter out stuff that was not safe for work. But of course, it was an insurance company. So there's constant nudes coming in that were legitimate. And this sounds weird, but like it would be totally normal for a claims adjuster to get a set of breasts come in because one of them has a huge bruise on it. And they have to use that in a court case to try to make somebody liable. Um, you know, because there's some liability suit. So it's, it's, it's actually like a lot of it that came in was actually completely legitimate because it it happened to be an insurance company and that insurance company had, it happened to have people that processed bodily injury claims. Um, now, you know, whether or not you should be emailing nudes of yourself to your claims adjuster, I don't know, but the reality of it is, is it happened, right? And it came in. And what was funny is, is that it was pretty accurate, but about one in, you know, a hundred emails. We would play this game because we had to approve in the IT department. We would have to approve the stuff that got that got stopped. Right. So the email would come in. We'd look at it. We'd say, you know, that it has to do with this claim number um, and that, you know, it, it looks like injury. So we would just send it through and we wouldn't block it. But if it came in and it was clearly pornography, then, of course, we would say no. But there was some that came in and it was just like it was like property damage. It was like a tree fell on a picnic table. And we would play this game, and it was called Find the Penis. And what we would do is we would stare at this photo for like, for like five minutes and see if we could find like the shadow shape in the grass that the AI thought was a penis. Because it found something, right? It found some type of like nude body or body part somewhere in this photo where there was not one at all. Because it's just a picture of somebody's backyard, and that's kind of how I feel about this tech. Like, like you're like, yeah, I would like to see the math that proves that it's one in a trillion. And it's like, me too, because there's going to be false positives. It's there's going to be false positives, and yeah, maybe ten false positives is is low chance, but um, we all know that if there's a chance, then it will happen.
2: I'm kind it's of definitely,
1: too. it's definitely, it's just
2: freaky because I think of, I, I immediately go to, you know, take your pick on, on something like, okay, let's say, well, first off, Gunnar, can you still hear us? Yes. <laughs> You've been quiet. Um, like, look at the can election. I mean, I hope so. He said he's good for six Craig. hours, so I guess we'll find out.
0: Craig's always cranky.
2: Um. Like, think about the election. If somehow one party or the other had access to someone, had someone an Apple that was in charge of a lot of this stuff compromised, and all of a sudden it rolls out that there's this, you know, this evidence that this candidate's, you know, is flagged and is being investigated for child porn, well, pretty much the election's over because they're going to be wrapped up. In, there's a chance they're going to be wrapped up in courts for close to a year, maybe, mm-hmm. to let the investigation unfold.
1: <laughs> or you or you work your way into CSAM, right? You know one you know one person that works there, um or you know, for the organization that manages it. you you know one person that does, and you actually have them put in photos that that, that are that don't fall under that category. And you just want to you just want to get those ten matches. you want right. to find out
2: because once you trigger the event, like the investi- thats when the investigation gets triggered, right? And once that yeah. happens, it's coming to light um and you could say you're blue in the face that like you don't know what's going on, you have no idea. This is ridiculous. It's baseless. But then they're going to come back with actually the odds of this being baseless is are incredibly low. Yeah. Even though it could be some someone on the inside kind of you know adjusting it. And that's that's freaky because we've already seen in my opinion um How people in power are typically not held accountable, right? People with who have, have the resources to be held unaccountable typically go unaccountable. Um, so I, I guess it's just in a nightmare scenario. It's you know it's no longer they need to they don't have to investigate shit. We have this report. We can start the investigation regardless because this is our this is essentially our you know our smoking gun or my our reasonable uh, suspicion. <clears throat>
0: And it's it,
1: and this, there's this fingerprint the, technology can go elsewhere too, right? It doesn't need to yeah. stay with Apple.
0: Well, I mean, Google's going to pick this up if they're not doing it already and just not like divulging it. Yeah. It, 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 really, really, and the thing is, is it, there's the overwhelming surveillance state dystopia that you have to deal with, but it's also like Apple just went out of their way to fucking cut Facebook's nuts off on their platform for effectively doing this shit. And it's not to stop them, it's just that they want, you know, it's the it's the George Carlin joke, you know. They didn't do it because it was a problem, they just did it because they the, they want to be the only people who can do this kind of shit on their platform.
2: You're saying with Facebook, like Facebook can't effectively do this, and Apple just kind of just Set up my beer, and I'll show you how to do this.
0: Well, one of the one of the big things that they're pushing out with that OS, uh, this OS update, was they were stripping all of Facebook's ability to to basically snoop on content on your iOS device. Gotcha. If you have their app installed, but at the same time, they're they're, doubling—they're actually—they're not doubling down, but you know, like they're they're opening up new and potentially much more direly invasive. And influence shaping technology that they're the only people who can control. Like, there's not even, you know, like Google just fired all of their AI ethics people. (laughs) This isn't, this isn't, this doesn't even get to that point of like, well, you know, we had somebody who could have called us out. You know, it's, it's the, yeah, it's politics aside. It's like, it's like the New York situation. It's like when Andrew Cuomo started the corruption investigation committee and then when they got close to him he just closed it down. At least he at least he started a corruption investigation (laughs) committee.
2: Yeah. I mean so obviously the criminal ramifications and those are probably the scariest and most severe, but I mean what uh what does it it mean for like consumer products? Like you know what I mean? Like it, it can obviously get you some legal trouble, but Odds are you're not going if you're.
0: I don't know. Well, if you, here, here's here's the thing too: is that effectively, the this gets into some interesting areas, and I don't know if the U.S. legislation has changed. Um, I'd be very, I'm going to be very interested to see what falls out in Europe over this. Uh, but more to the point, it's kind of it, it's kind of this idea of. It's an all or nothing scenario, right? Like ISPs had this whole deal where they weren't responsible for the content that was going over them as long as they never bothered to verify it. So if you have a potential technology that can do this and you've implemented it in some cases, does it by default mean that you're legally required to do it for everything?
2: I mean, it's a, it stands for a good question. Do you think it's odd? Well, here's, here's a real question. Do you think that they specifically focused on child pornography? Oh, that's all I that goes.
1: And because Sorry. it's such a
2: heinous thing that it's pretty much everyone is like, okay, well, the ends will justify the means on this, as opposed yeah, to I... in searching for actual <clears throat> piracy and things like that. Like, you know, enforcing say it's two-fold.
1: it. I'd say it's twofold. One of them is exactly as you're saying. Nobody's going to argue this. Nobody in their right mind is going to argue this. Although we're arguing this. We are in our right mind. So yeah, I think that's part of it is that this is such a heinous crime that they know people are going to get on board. But I actually think the other part of this is actually as a company, they're not they're not actually being responsible. Mm-hmm. The The proof of that is, is that Facebook is submitting a lot more per year of these CSAM violations than Apple does. So Apple really needs to, to step up their game and be more responsible of a company because their platform is so good at encrypting stuff that they're actually becoming a hotbed for this type of stuff because it's very difficult to get caught. Uh, okay. and. I think that I think it's actually like a corporate obligation where Apple's like, no, we need to do our part, but if we're going to, we need to do our best to protect your privacy still, and only tell them the matches. They never get to see the photos. They don't get to see the photo. Fo- you know, they don't get to get into your library until after they have some type of evidence that 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 that, that triggers that it's your library. Um, um, and that's I think that almost makes it even crazier because now the transparency is lost right like somebody just bursts into your house and accuses you of something they can at least look around the house and look at you right right if they live near you maybe they've been you know maybe they watch when you go outside so if they're like oh you killed my dog right and they accuse you of killing their dog you know some type of proximity that they have to the problem even if it's a local police officer Like we've, we've, we've heard reports of somebody wearing your shirt or driving your car around this area. And, uh, we believe that you're, you know, harassing someone, there's this type of face to face that occurs fairly early on in the investigative process where somebody is looking around at the data and looking around at the information. What's weird about this is, is that it's more like this being flagged on YouTube where you know you're recording a picture of your kid's birthday party and, and in the background, a Bruno Mars song is playing and the happy birthday song gets fucking ripped out for, because the background music is copyright infringement. Like when no human stops and actually uses judgment, then the false positives are are, are very difficult to dispute. And I think that's really where this is going to become hell, is that if there is a false positive, people are going to, their lives are going to be ruined trying to get themselves out of trouble.
0: You know, and again, you can, you can make, the argument that effectively this is a way of externalizing law enforcement activities to a third party community. And even when you say human review, is it like, what's the level of human review? Are we talking about? Like, is it some poor schmuck trapped in an Indian call center clicking? Yes. No on a fucking, you know, I shouldn't say Indian, but you know, like in a a Southeast Asian call center, you know, it's like the Google reviews, like they say that they have yeah. humans reviewing them, but they they may not even be fuck. They may not even be people who are
1: parsing into, right? content. Yeah, they're not. Well, yeah, Facebook, Facebook was, got into this because of those those millions of submissions, <clears throat> the people that actually had to process them, like they're like, being psychologically I need time damaged. Off. They're like, I need time off from work. Like I've been staring at just horrendous stuff all week. It gets flagged, and it's only the worst of the worst that's getting flagged. And I need time off. Like, yeah, I need to be like, paid more, and I need time off to be able to psychologically recover from all of this terrible stuff I'm staring at. So yeah, um, I think what I think what you're describing, gutter, it's is completely possible. I don't know. I don't know how Apple's going to escalate it. Not but to I mention, think like, there are some great consequences.
2: There could be a bias too, like where you get into this thing where the computer is almost always right. And I'm just some, you know, someone that's not interested in critically thinking just hitting the button. Yes. Or no. You know what I mean? Like what if you get into one of those
1: situations? <laughs> that's why I mentioned minority report, because in that case, the, you know, it was like the three, the three, um, what the hell do they call them? Um, they're like those albino women that, yeah. Like <laughs> that the, psychi-
2: like the, the, the psychics or whatever, the, uh,
1: I want to say unsub, but that's, yeah, I forgot what they're called. Um, and the listeners right now are saying it because <laughs> they know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, yeah, they can like they can like see ahead, like like an precogs. hour or a day. Precogs. Uh, that's precogs.
0: What it is. That's it. Yeah. I, I did precogs. it. I did it
1: before. The lookup came up. So bizarre. the precogs are like 99.999% accurate. So it 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 was just impossible to dispute, and that's that's kind of the that's the dystopia that I'm worried about. Yeah, well, it's
2: I don't know. <laughs> Frankly, it's it's kind of scary because it seems like this is already ready to roll
0: out. Like it's well, yeah. and, and 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 to be fair, too, is that hey, um, uh, quote unquote, the Western advertised leading privacy, you know, privacy supporting company, uh, whose most growing markets tend to be in countries that have. Very aggressive and authoritarian surveillance states decided to just build the mother of all fucking surveillance tools into their OS. I don't know. Maybe that's a, you know, you could say that that's irrational, but maybe that's a fucking, you know, red flags. That's that's a legitimate one. Agreed. Because I, I, yeah, I the CSAM thing, I. I'm I'm really just thinking about like all the stuff that happened in Hong Kong last year and what they're doing what they're doing in China right now is that if they have access to
1: this kind of this kind of tool mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's that yeah that's another one of the fears is that Apple may not turn these on for the government here but what happens mm-hmm. when 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 China determines that they won't sell iPhones or make iPhones anymore until they get their hands on this tech, and they use that tech to find people who are you know against the government or or whatever something that's that's questionable in our culture but might be accepted there. Speaking of culture,
2: I uh, I believe the Olympics the, ending, the final ceremonies were this past weekend maybe. Maybe they're still going yeah. on, I guess. Okay, but no, I they're we're done. pretty much done. Yeah, they're done. I heard. Uh, so, a we beat China by like one or by on, only a few medals this year, um, and they started talking about it was on NPR. Um, so, you know, someone thinks it's stupid or biased because of that. By all means, think think away. But they, someone had done a report, and they they kind of said like there was a correlation between olympic medals and you know your your global power which ultimately is economics right it's all economics driven essentially that's how we measure power in, uh, in on the globe um and people were concerned because typically america for the most part always pretty dominant like you know not, never really all that close um but some of the times that it was close was like during the cold war with russia and they're they're saying they're worried now like this is some indicator that like America is crazily on the decline and China is on the, on the incline because of like metal counts. Um, what are your guys thoughts on that?
0: <laughs> I think that, I think that anybody fucking taking, uh, points for national achievement in the 21st century from the Olympics as far as, like, national stature, just goes to show how fucking completely out of touch they are. Like, the only people who, who care about the Olympics at that point are authoritarian, you know, like to that level, are authoritarian governments, and the Inter- international Olympic Committee, right? Are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Trace oh. has not chimed in.
1: Oh no! I'm not ignor I'm not ignoring you. I'm listening.
2: Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um,
0: we need puppets
1: for video chat again.
2: Oh. What happened to Connor? Please don't tell me this. Fuck this up.
1: Craig's still here.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's still recording, so hopefully there won't be any like weird like timing things.
0: What's going on? So You mean weird timing things more than normal?
2: Well, hopefully there's no like gaps that I have to fix in the recording because it's popping on and off. But I don't think there should be. I hope there's not. We'll find out.
1: Save us, Craig. <laughs> I think Craig knows how to fix that.
2: We shall see. Um, so you don't think there's any type of correlation between how much money a government or country decides to invest in athletes
0: to, to obtain Olympic medals? Well, I mean, there's, there's definitely that. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. See, this is like, this is too much. I'm
2: not saying causation. I'm saying correlation.
0: Oh, there's definitely a correlation. I mean, like the, you know, between. The 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 '80s showed that with a lot of the Eastern Europe, you know, like the Eastern European and Russian athletes, mm-hmm. the Soviet athletes, um, China supposedly has had a long-standing program to, um, selectively optimize certain members of its population for Olympic competition. is that is that is that a significantly neutral way of saying that they're engaging in like deliberate breeding of Olympic athletes
2: <laughs> i mean it's 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 a it, it it was it was handled gently, I'd say, okay, until the
0: point that I said that they're deliberately breeding Olympic athletes well right? yeah,
2: yes, well, yes, till until you made it obvious. I thought it was an interesting take because it's always. I don't know anybody that's a fan of the Olympics or puts any weight in it. I mean, I, I like watching some of the stuff, but I guess like it's there is some sort of like underlying, you know, competition and. and, and... I
0: mean, uh, unfortunately, it's got a lot of baggage from the whole Nazi origins of the modern ones, right? Like it's kind of an in, inescapable of showing the superior, you know, like. it's 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 not just a flex there's there's certain fascistic overtones that are just inherent to the activity right yeah
2: i I would yeah i would say so (laughs) either way i thought it was an interesting take i never really kind of thought about it that way as far as you know People well, th- put that much stock into it, but I mean, I, I guess it depends it, on how much money you're willing to spend.
0: Well, it, it's it's like it's like star it's like Star Wars with with uh, bicyclists, right? Like the the, the hallmark of a c- countries on the precipice of collapse is the amount of its percentage of its GDP it spends on winning medals at the Olympics, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: we're at on time. Was it? Nope. Wasn't keep going? There someone. You're you're asking me now. I know. (laughs) Craig's Craig's the only one that knows.
2: Yeah, unfortunately he's not telling me. So I think we're we're I think ten fifteen we probably around there. Or nine fifteen is when we probably started. So we still got a little time. Actually I'm sorry, nine fifteen exactly is when Craig joined. Oh. Let's see right there. There you go.
1: So so you got it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you have the Craig join command on Discord. Yes. Yes, we just wish he talk to us a little bit more. I mean, it's nice that he comes in and says hi when he first joins, but then he's so quiet. He is only here to record. He's
2: supportive. <laughs> yes, yeah, I He's a, he's a
1: bot. Like he could do more. He's he a supportive a bear. He
2: could. He could.
1: You had a comment though, we, Chase. What? Well, um. Yeah, I don't even know where my brain was going. But the 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 odd thing to me about the Olympics is how like and i know like you know like you're talking about like you know the how strict the competition is and and stuff and how countries can perceive that i mean right i mean it's like the space race right i mean that was very yeah. important um when gunner said star wars that's what i assumed he was hinting at um uh, it's, it's odd to me because like historically wasn't it wasn't it like not allowed to use the like the the metal Podium or whatever, what do they call the, the stand where you get the yeah,
2: podium? I think, yeah,
1: podium wasn't it prohibited to do protests there, yes, like forever. And then this year yeah. changed it, right?
0: Well, no, it was still banned, but people, you know, athletes still did it anyways. Yeah,
1: I thought they allowed it this year, I thought the Olympic Committee allowed it this year. That I don't
2: know I don't know what their sta- I don't know what their stance was on, but it's <laughs> I don't even, if you I mean, given the social climate, I don't they could try and ban it all they want, but the fact is, is there's not much they can do about it, right? When the person's out there, they're out there. There may be repercussions afterwards, but you know you're kind of looking shitty then.
0: Um, no, the, IRC, the IOC specifically yeah. banned uh, uh, acts of protest and acts of
1: solidarity. But but the article that I'm seeing from NPR says that um, the Tokyo Olympics has uh, widely embraced the last few years. It's been more widely embraced by athletes and the Olympics has updated its rules to allow for it within limits.
0: Yeah, that's that's going to last all of until next year. (laughs)
1: okay well maybe it will or maybe it won't but i guess i guess what's what's interesting to me is is that that's that's a pretty strong influence that's cultural influence and that's cultural influence that's being perceived worldwide so like when you talk about like you know how important it is for you know your country to have an athlete that you know that gets gold um that's 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 kind of crazy. Like you're not playing puppet with, with, with the culture of the world, but you're definitely influencing it. It's a crazy power to have getting up on that stand.
0: I'm just waiting for uh, 2022 when there's uh, one, if the U S boycotts or two, uh they really just give zero fucks, start doing it uh, as a protest to Chinese uh, certain ethnic cleansing activities they're going to and China just tries to disappear fucking athletes off the podium. Well did you hear about zero fucks are given? <laughs> I
2: didn't even plan Which on talking Spanish. Olympics really. It kinda just popped in. Like the uh, the Belarusian uh runner. Yeah. Oh they yeah, like- they, they, they they tried to disappear.
0: <laughs> At the Fuck airport man,
2: that's freaky shit. Have you heard about this trace? Oh, so there's a female uh, uh, athlete, I believe she's a runner from the Belarus um, currently living in the Ukraine. Uh, her boyfriend was an activist uh, against there's a there's a plethora of corrupt shit happening uh, in belarus in Belarus or whatever. Um, I'm mispronouncing it. it. Is what it is. And uh, <laughs> she—they tried to ship her home. Like they tried to ship her back to Belarus. Um, uh, she's a sprinter. Yep. And uh, on her way to the airport, she knew something wasn't right. And on her way to the airport, uh, she decided to defect on the like right on the way to the airport. So they brought her to a oh. I believe. Um, well, it's, they brought her to some sort of a. Um, gonna help me with a word. Um, uh, what is embassy. It? Uh,
0: embassy. Embassy. Yes. Consulate. I want. Yeah,
2: I wanted to say it was the um, Polish embassy or something like that. Pretty much asked if she's if she could get into Poland. Um, and literally, like a day later, her her boyfriend was found hung. In a park, like near where they, near where they, like lived or whatever. Um, I guess he was like really paranoid uh, about like like, if he saw the same car twice, he changed his patterns pretty much. um, And it it was really kind of he seemed worried, and she didn't really think she didn't like she knew he was an activist, but didn't really know if there there was real danger. And they fucking they hung him, like operatives hung him. And who the fuck knows what would have happened to her. It's yeah. uh, it's just kind of like a crazy, another crazy story that comes out of the Olympics, you know. It, it's like how fucking there's no real tact there. <laughs> like she's on a, she's on the center stage, something that everyone essentially is at least paying to paying attention to well, a
0: little bit. Yeah, and and she just like you know her boyfriend is she embarrassed the Belarusian government supposedly because she just said that the coach for the team was incompetent. Like that the, te- the, you know, like the athletes on the team were capable of a better showing that they had, but the team was just not being managed very well. And they were going to hear over that shit.
2: Yeah. It's freaky, man. It's fucking crazy. Freaky.
0: Look at that fucking picture of that president. That's a face,
1: <laughs> like kind of like my dad. I
2: was to say it reminds me a little bit of like like a thick
0: Albert.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, your dad
0: does too much real work. You know, <laughs> he's, got, he's got he's got that. This guy's got that. He's got that like autocrat punch on him. You know, he's not doing Jiro, he's not doing Jiro like uh like at least Putin, I think he actually has to like kill a man to take his power and comp you know, he's like Admiral Tarkin. You know, like he like makes a point of like going out in the woods every month and like fighting a man to the to the death with his bare hands. <laughs> so you know that's that's how I keeps sharp. These guys are just like oh, I'm. Just gonna have somebody disappear. I guess really it's an effective strategy because there's so many of them. But just fuck. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to the '90s. I don't want to go back to the '80s, man.
1: You do or you don't? I don't. Talking about you talking about with with the USSR? Oh, just the just the bullet, just the bullshit.
0: Oh, you know, man. like no, it's just, you have so, so you have you have the quote unquote iron curtain on one side, and then you have neoliberal politics on the other, which is just like, hey, we actually believe in the same authoritarian bullshit, but we're capitalists, so it's okay. You know, you can you can own your own business, <laughs> you can be a millionaire. Just don't say anything wrong.
1: think That Craig's making fingerprints because all be. the yeah. things that you're yes. saying and selling them Prep to the yes. government, yes.
2: Yep. No need for no need to worry about getting a warrant. That's why the we, mail.
0: that's 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 why we have to leave now, which <laughs> is maybe a thing. Because so, do you see, uh, yeah, I know we're over a thing. See, uh, Elon put together the first full fucking Starship stack this weekend,
1: I did not. What's a full starship stack?
0: So you know how they have the fal- the Falcon 9, Falcon Heavy big rocket?
1: Sure. No, so I you- don't know what the rocket names are, but yeah, <laughs> he's got a big rocket.
0: All right, so he's got the big one. Then he said the one then he said the 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 silver one that he's been demonstrating for a while called the- called quote uh, ironically enough the starship. Uh the okay. the 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 full sh- starship is effectively like a saturn V class rocket or whatever but it's the it's the one that like hey we're going to put an apartment building in space in one shot and then come back down and do it again in 45 minutes to an hour but uh
1: i don't even get what that means
0: it's literally so- it can, the starship can put something the size of a fucking apartment building like an apartment like okay. a like a multifamily dwelling okay into orbit Hmm. and be back down on the ground and ready to do it again in another 45 minutes to an hour.
1: So what's but what's the purpose of that? What do we need So a temporary, a temporary a temporary
2: uh, like a temporary shelter essentially or the beginnings of a like a ha- habitable
0: well oh, yes you know word. that that's <laughs> no uh, that that's effect the starship is effectively the rocket that gets you back to Mars or the moon or orbital factories or
1: you know Back to Mars?
0: Well, back to the moon. And to like Mars. Like I was
1: there before? Like I was on the moon? And then like I if you were back. there? Back from Mars. Or to and from, from Mars? right?
0: It, Starship is the rocket that, one, he's using
1: to do his Mars program with. So it's the future well, Mars program rocket. It's just, when you say launch an apartment building out into space, I'm like, but why would I want to be there?
0: Well, like I'm for further assembly, maybe? What's
1: that? It's just... But it's... I'm taking it too literally, aren't I? Yes, like, you are. What would you put out there? Are you talking about like a bunch of like satellites? Like an apartment yes. building worth well, of satellites? It's, it's, and he's
0: it's
1: just... also... You're also
0: constrained yeah. by... The, the, the size of a satellite that you can put into orbit right now. Like, everything right. is a compromise because you practically have not been able to launch a, via, you know, like, difference between fitting something, you know, like, I have to fit, you have to fit all of this equipment into something the size of an mm-hmm. average sedan or minivan versus I have a school bus or, quote-unquote, an apartment building worth of space and tonnage mm-hmm. to work with. It's, you know, it's the, it's the difference between... You know,
1: it's just when you say that you put an apartment building in space then come back 45 minutes later, I'm just like, well, that poor fucking apartment building is just floating away now. And there's these people and they can't drink coffee because, you know, gravity's gone. They're trying to hang out in their (laughs) apartment and they can't. The only electricity they got is solar powered.
2: But now they can build like because they've gotten this all this product outside of Earth's gravitational pull or at least a good portion of it. They Ooh. can now construct a larger ship that could be that that would
0: have much. Is that
1: what they're going to do? This is this is so. a star,
0: star Starship is effectively how you get to the fucking expanse without yeah. the Epstein drive. But more to the point is that yeah, you get will solar they do power. that?
1: Will they make multi-chamber space apartments?
0: That's a that's actually one of the specific design goals for the creation of Starship was right now the space international
1: sta- space station is like the size of a bathroom right i mean it's not that small well, not, It's really small right it's
0: it's relatively small they 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 actually almost they almost lost it last week
1: <laughs> fucking oh, great r-
0: fucking, r- fucking russia put it so um there's like a whole controversy right now cuz the united states basically says all of our shit was only guaranteed to work for so many years and we're hitting the end of it and we're going to retire it, and because Russia doesn't have anything else going on in their space program, they're absolutely refusing to say that they're going to end, they're going to, they're going to, to like, retire their portion of the station at the same time as the United States does, so they just popped one, they just popped a piece of hardware in orbit um, last week that was effectively a ground spare. For the original Mir space station, if this gives you an idea how fucking old this thing was, okay, and that's like nineteen nine, like this was late eighties, early nineties construction, and it's mm-hmm. been on, it's been off and on, getting rebuilt like three times until now, like they scrapped, re- restarted, um. But the issue was, is that one, it went out of control. It smacked into the station because the automated docking system failed on it. And then when it docked to the station, the fucking engines just kept running even afterwards. So they almost pushed it off side in orbit. And they they were just, you know, again, because we don't fucking cover stuff in like normal news any. You don't want to cover the space program in normal news anymore, because you know it's just kind of the thing that fucking happens. But mm-hmm. You know they were all ready to panic and bail on the station, and the 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 only reason that the thing is still this thing is still kind of in orbit and unfucked, is that that segment that that module that they put in orbit was leaking fuel the entire time it was running, and it ran out. It it dumped it dumped its fuel outside the station before it had a chance to burn long enough to break the fucking thing. So it's the it's the it's the equivalent of like sliding down a hill. And hitting the barrier, you know, sliding down the hill in the snow, hitting the barrier alongside the road, and it just scuffed up your paint and didn't like total your car, and you just keep going on your merry way, and that's okay. It's
1: that sadly happened to me before. My car. I mean, it's it's not sad because I I didn't get hurt, but it's like, you know, like seconds from disaster, and yeah. N- now everything. And yeah. It's. But, it's just, can you imagine being in that 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 old ratty space station, which is essentially like the modern equivalent of tube from the inside of toilet paper wrapped in aluminum foil. Yes. And then Elon Musk <laughs> just, like, comes up next to you Pulled with a fucking sane. fancy <laughs> apartment building. And everyone's bitches. in there fucking sipping on their anti-gravity yeah. lot- lattes. Hey, you guys sup? want
2: to come to my space station?
1: Sup, <laughs> sup, <laughs> sup bitches. Or a fucking Tesla just goes by you. Like, you're just yep. sitting there hanging out, you know? Just fucking hanging out in your little tube. And then, like, a Tesla just goes by. The car just goes by.
0: Please tell me it makes the Jetson noise while it's doing it. Boop, 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 boop,
1: I think boop, they boop, had to... They probably had to deflate the tires, huh? Yeah, that
0: probably wouldn't be well, doing probably, great. Right? yeah. there probably, probably a be whole some bunch of them. things
1: in that car that would have gone bad. I, I mean, like,
0: really, it... The the point that it left Earth's atmosphere, it was probably non non Teslaable at that. Point.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they probably removed the, the 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 lithium ion batteries from it.
0: It
2: was just a
0: symbol. <laughs> Shotcut to science fiction, science fiction novel like twenty years from now, saying, telling the desperate the, the desperate story of trying to retrieve that because it has some piece of lost technology or a valuable material in it that's like gold now.
1: It, it, it actually it's going to crash into it's going to crash into like like one of Jupiter's moons or something and it's going to become sentient. Yeah,
0: it's like the yeah, ironic yeah, ironically uh it's uh, the all the monoliths in 20 uh, 2001 a space odyssey or tesla shaped. Huh.
1: He didn't he didn't launch it. He didn't launch it because he was showing off. He launched it because he let the AI go a little bit too far and it could no longer stay on this planet with yeah. us. Peaceful we there. have to yes.
2: really get rid of this one.
0: <laughs> what's, its, what's its contract?
1: Hello? Did Gunner just die? Did Gunner just go offline? Did he just get launched into space? I fucking have no idea. I think Craig's fucking with the mics tonight.
2: Could be. I don't know. No, it's Gunner. He's popping on and off.
1: So abrupt. You know what? I bet you he's just talking too much with his hands. He's like hits his microphone. He he just pops pops off. I always drop off, but I'm always back. There you go. Uh, Craig actually made an announcement while you were gone. Oh no! He said he's deleting your, the entire audio channel with your voice on it. Oh,
2: <laughs> that'd be really fucking bad.
1: It'd be swimming.
2: I guess we'd have to reconstruct. Then we would
1: have to record a second last episode. That's it- true. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? What's more appropriate than st- our first episode being uh, Trailer Park Tony Stark, and then the last episode we, you know, my last episode, not your guys's. My last episode, we talk about him launching his car into space. That's that's kind of kind of sweet, bittersweet,
2: for sure. Um, that being said, I guess it's a pretty good time to end it. <laughs> we have run over, um, which is you know how it always goes, what we always a- attempt to do. Um, so, you know, Trace, thanks for. Uh, you know helping us form the show I, I three the
1: years man
2: yeah man it's kind of crazy <laughs> episode um, 150 150 episodes that's kind of insane um that it got this that it's gone this far but uh yeah oh well, anything you like to say before we before you get sent off well,
0: you you make the
1: next, next adventure, adventure? you
0: making you're, you're wait you're making it sound like you're old yeller in that shit
1: What's that? Yeah. You making
0: it sound like your old yeller, your <laughs> yellow, old yellow one? we're we're
1: putting, we're putting me down after this show. It's you didn't to, know that? You know, yeah, we're gonna. Um, yeah, so uh, so the next the next venture, um, which Gunner's actually going to be a part of, is going to be uh, it's going to start off a Minecraft series. Uh, the working name right now is the uh, No Hearts Left, or just simply No Hearts, and yeah. it's it's homage to um, when you're about ready to die in a video game. <laughs> and you don't have any hearts left, and uh, that's the working—that's the working title. It might change, but um, it's—I don't know. We'll see if we all wake up tomorrow and we still like the name, then that's what we'll keep. And, Very nice. Um, we're going to start off, and we're going to have—we're just going to have a plain Jane, um, plain Jane. Blah, you know, little. Me, Mike, and Gunner, just and you know the listeners, which we only have one, and it's Mike anyway. So no, just kidding. (laughs) But uh, you know the listeners have they've heard Mike on several episodes. uh, Mike Walker, and uh, um, the three of us are going to be starting off fresh with with a Minecraft game. That'll be our first series, and we'll do some. uh, We'll be playing that in survival mode. We'll be playing it is the way the game was intended, but you know with the shenanigans that occur. When the three of us get together and uh, those shenanigans are, uh, I think they're going to be entertaining. Um, if history proves the way to quote, to quote Mike, um, when just two of us are playing, it's very boring. But the moment that the third person joins Gunner immediately dies. Nice. Well, <laughs> that's something to look forward to. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's uh I, I seem I
0: seem to be sexually attracted to the ground. Uh and uh it, it 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 exponentially increases the higher we are. Well with that
2: once again everyone, thank you very much for uh giving us a listen. Uh if you could give us a like, a share. And uh next episode one fifty one, um it'll be Gunner and I. <laughs> so we'll see uh how it changes and where it goes.
0: And uh, and, that being and said, and the mystery robot guest.
2: Ooh, yes. He will be he will be here quite often. But uh with that uh thanks everybody for listening. Listening. Um and uh going to take us on out of here.
0: Right the snake. Right the snake. Right the snake. Right the snake. Right snake.